Okay, my friends. So today we are reading um, from the Disney Christmas Storybook Collection. And the book is called mm-hmm. Tangled mm-hmm. Ghost of Christmas Past. That's correct. It is the second story in the book. And it is called The Ghosts of Christmas Past. It's from Tangled. It was written by L.E.D. Risco. And it's read today by Mommy and... What's your name? Have you got a name? The Nameless Wonder. What shall we call you? I don't know. What? I'm not nameless. (gasps) Oh, there is a name. I just didn't understand it. What is the name? Ah, come back to you? You want to think about it? Okay. (laughs) Just read, Mom. Okay. Then I shall read, and if you think of it, let us know. Okay? Here we go. It's... What? No, I have a name. Oh. Hmm. Oh. It's just I don't care about my name. I just want people... I just want to be rough. I just want to go. Oh, you just want to go? The name... The name's not... Sometimes the name is not important. Let's just move on with our lives. We'll call you Hey You. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <clears throat> you ready? Yes. It should have been a joyous time. Christmas was coming, Rapunzel's very first Christmas since returning home to the castle. She had spent every Christmas locked away in Mother Gothel's tower since she was a baby. The castle halls were decked with boughs of holly. The butlers... Very good. The butlers had just chosen the royal Christmas tree. Everyone did their best to spread holiday cheer. Even the crankiest town folk were merry. But in the royal family, one person was not ready for a happy holiday. No way. Uh Uh-uh, said Rapunzel. I refuse to celebrate Christmas. What? cried Flynn. Why don't you want to celebrate the most wonderful holiday of the year? Rapunzel looked shocked. Wonderful, she said. I think you mean terrifying. Flynn was confused until Rapunzel shared her memories of Christmases spent in Mother Gothel's tower. You know how it is, Rapunzel said. There's all that eerie Christmas music and Mother Gothel sang it nonstop at Christmas time. I hate chanting and growling. That didn't sound like any Christmas music Flynn had ever heard, but he let Rapunzel continue. Mother Gothel also told us the tale of Nicholas, the ghostly Christmas elf, and how he creeps into children's rooms on Christmas eves and steals them away. It kept me up at bedtime. Rapunzel sighed and shrugged. I guess that's why all the kids have trouble sleeping on Christmas Eve. Oh boy, does she got it wrong. Because, <laughs> well, first of all, um, Santa doesn't do that, does he? Does St. Nicholas steal children? Of course not. What does he do? 
and brings presents, of course. And you don't growl Christmas songs, do you? You sing them loud and cheerfully. Um, I think I think that poor Rapunzel has got a lot to learn. Actually, no, Flynn said. That's not what Christmas is like at all. It was clear to Flynn that Mother Gothel had made Christmas sound frightening on purpose. It was just another way she had tried to make Rapunzel afraid of the world outside her tower. He smiled, taking Rapunzel by the hand. You know what? He said, I'll show you what Christmas is really like. Come on. Flynn took Rapunzel outside the castle. She seemed unsure and a little skittish, but but Flynn reassured her. Just look around and listen, he said. Does this seem like a spooky holiday to you? They passed a group of children singing Christmas carols. The sound was sweet and soothing. The words were all about hope and joy. It was like no Christmas music Rapunzel had ever heard before. Just then, a small boy ran up to Rapunzel and he held out a package wrapped with a bow. Merry Christmas, Princess Rapunzel, he said. I made this for you. But Rapunzel didn't take the gift. Her eyes widened in alarm. Trick package, duck, she cried, diving for cover behind a low stone wall. She peeked out warily from her hiding place. Flynn and the other children stared at her in disbelief. Oh, she thought it was a trick. Oh, poor Rapunzel. Uh, it's not a trick, Flynn said. It's just a gift. He opened the box, and inside was a hand-woven crown of evergreens. Slowly, Rapunzel walked over to him and took the crown. She placed it on her head. Uh, a real Christmas gift? She said as if she hadn't heard of such a thing. Not an exploding trick package? She knelt by the little boy and took his hand in hers. Thank you so much. Next, Flynn and Rapunzel came across the tree trimming party. (gasps) Together, the townsfolk were decorating an enormous Christmas tree in the center of the town square. Rapunzel pointed towards the top of the tree. You need a lot more charms up there, she advised, if you want to scare off the ghostly Christmas elf. She picked up one of the ornaments. I'm not sure these charms are anywhere near scary enough. Flynn took her aside. Uh, they're not charms, he explained. They're ornaments for decoration. Rapunzel looked confused. Oh, well, then how do you keep the Christmas elf away? Flynn couldn't help laughing. (laughs) Okay, next lesson. They went back to the castle where Flynn read to Rapunzel from several books. 
about Saint Nicholas. Oh, we had this one at the orphanage, Flynn said, holding up a red and green book. See, Saint Nicholas isn't a uh, ghostly Christmas elf. He's a jolly old fellow who travels far and wide on Christmas Eve, bringing all gifts to boys and girls. Flynn showed Rapunzel drawings of a smiling, bearded man carrying a sack full of presents. Definitely no kidnapping. Rapunzel and Pascal looked at each other, marveling at the idea. And to think all those Christmas Eves they'd spent huddled by the fire, too afraid to sleep. You mean... Children have trouble sleeping on Christmas Eve because they're excited? She asked. And they want to see Mm-hmm. Flynn nodded. That's right, he said. Now... So now that you know what Christmas is really like, do you think you might be interested in celebrating it this year? For real. For the first time. Rapunzel's face lit up. Yes! She replied and sprang into action. For weeks, Rapunzel lived and breathed Christmas, enjoying everything that the holiday season had to offer, everything she had missed out on while living in the tower. In the castle kitchen, she helped bake dozens and dozens of Christmas cookies. She learned every word to every Christmas carol as she had never heard before. She decked every undecked inch of hall with garlands and ribbon, and for the first time she made beautiful, not spooky, Christmas ornaments. And finally, she wrapped homemade gifts for each member of her family. She could hardly wait until Christmas to open them. By the time Christmas Eve arrived, Rapunzel was exhausted, but very, very happy. Her family gathered to celebrate around their Christmas tree, and Rapunzel's father, the king, prepared a toast. For years, our hearts have not felt whole at this time of year because an important part of them was missing. He smiled at Rapunzel. The queen raised her glass and added, But now, for the first time since you were born, Rapunzel, this holiday is a joyful one for all of us. And Rapunzel couldn't agree more. Surrounded by her warm, loving family, in front of the crackling fire, she could not imagine a better Christmas. Rapunzel sighed happily and flopped down next to Flynn on a cozy soutet. Thank you for all of this, she said. Uh, I sh- Why is it called the ghost of Christmas past? Well, let, let me finish and I'll explain. I should really be thanking you, Flynn admitted. You know, this was my first Christmas with a real family. All those years in the orphanage, I knew what Christmas was supposed to be like, but it somehow never felt that merry. Until now. Flynn and Rapunzel sat together in front of the fire, waiting for Christmas to come. But before long, Rapunzel fell asleep. Flynn smiled. After all those spooky, sleepless Christmas eves in the tower, Rapunzel had certainly earned a peaceful holiday. 
It had been a wonderful Christmas Eve and there would be many more like it for years to come. So I think it was called the ghost of Christmas past because she had all those scary ghost stories when she was a little girl and kind of like how ghosts are supposed to scare you and stick in your brain. That one had stuck in hers, those bad experiences of her past Christmases. But you know, she's going to have good Christmases going forward. And I think that if she hadn't had those scary stories put into her head when she was little, she would have loved Christmas from the very beginning. Which is why we have to be very careful about what we put in our hearts and in our heads, right? We don't want to just put anything in them because it'll stay in them for a long, long time. So we have to be careful about what we see and hear, right? Right. Did I notice what? The sign. Oh, the side of the book. What is it? No, it's bolded. Silvery, huh? It's kind of like a mirror. Well, this is a very Christmassy book, my friends. If you can get your hands on it, you should, because it's magical. And it is also the the end. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.